0: everybody how are we doing let's go i see in the chat that's what's up that's what's up that's very very good let me make sure i mute myself in my own stream that's on twitch.tv backslash weekly Games chat that's right Uh, my name's sean this is episode 323 dear lord of this fine podcast it is called weekly games chat this is our intro segment and before i go any further let's introduce the boys huh uh let's do a curveball. He thinks he's going next. He's not. Chris, what's up, buddy? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Burr, burr, burr. DJ remix. I can Chris, make a prediction.
1: Huh? I can make a prediction. What's up? An Alabama quarterback will win between the Patriots and the Dolphins this weekend. I'm very hey, confident in that. Wasn't confident in that pick this morning. <laughs> Till about before 11-8. this
0: morning. We would not have made that announcement, but now <laughs> we will make that announcement. Uh he let off with football much. To the disgruntlement. Is that a word? John? Or dear
1: friend? John. Not this weekend. Sorry.
2: It, it'll, it'll work. And 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 <laughs> since since football is up and running, I will announce my temporary exit from the show for the next
0: at least the intro portion of the show.
2: Yeah, maybe I should just abstain from the <laughs> intro portion of the show. Uh yeah, so if
0: uh if you're watching on Twitch or if you're just now listening to the show, this is our intro segment. Uh, and we do this every week. We kind of just kind of, uh, I guess, catch up on what's going on, and and stuff like that. So I do need to say uh, before we start, uh, thoughts and prayers. I, I'm sure that all the, all three of us agree with that, and probably most of you listeners, if I had to guess, uh, to the um, to the folks impacted by Hurricane Ida this past week. Um, Ida decided that she was going to go from a one to a four, and then crash into Louisiana. And uh, <clears throat> if you happen to be from Louisiana and you listen to this show and if we can bring you any kind of joy after this tragedy, thank you for listening. And we wish the best for you guys for sure. Um, yeah. And all that. So, guys, if I see them, I see my friends nodding. John, I, I did miss this. You were in the pre-show. You were drinking something. Is that a beverage again this week?
2: Yeah, I'm drinking. Um, for our weekly beer chat. <laughs> Uh what is called rustic Sunday? Ooh, that's a very rustic that? looking it's can. Of, yeah. It's kind of it, it kind of tastes like a sour beer. I wasn't expecting that, but it's a <laughs> um, it's an ale, mixed culture farmhouse ale with howlerto blank.
1: Farmhouses are often sour.
2: Hmm.
1: It's the hey. it's like a really weird way they make them. Like you let it ferment outside or something like that uh, it's uh, fun. yeah so it will every well, John, single one of them has a distinct taste.
0: enjoy that outside beer sir one of these days we're going to get a sponsorship hmm. or one of these days one of our friends from the show are going to send us more beer again because that was fun
2: <laughs>
0: or maybe even one of these days we get a drunk show with chris again
2: those yeah. are fun all he has to do is drink two and we're golden we're
0: gold <laughs> he, the the, the tie gets loosened son and the, it is on the like key. donkey
1: kong is 16 ounces, and slam them back-to-back. It will loosen you up real fast. (laughs) but
0: Yeah, Chris did allude to it. If you follow sports, which is crazy because this is a video game podcast, right? Who knew? Uh, The Patriots made a surprising move today and dropped a former MVP, Cameron Newton, known as Cam Newton for short. Uh, He's no longer with the team. It's done. Why do they do that? Because uh, they have
1: decided Mac Jones is the man. Mac Jones! Former Alabama champion. Yeah. All-time single-season passing leader for Alabama. I think he finished second in the Heisman, too, if I recall.
0: No one counts who finished second, I'm just saying. Fair. I'm just saying. But yeah, that that happened today, and and when you start hearing news like that, and then you you hear the news that, like, this person is going to be the starter for week one. Like that means it's getting close. And I love this time of year. You guys know for the past few years, I've been fans of soccer. Those leagues are kicking back up. Football's kicking back up, both on the collegiate and professional level. Uh, I can't wait. I love it so much. Um, We're on the horizon, if you will. Can I Uh, video video games coming out? Yeah. Say something, buddy.
1: Can I root for Manchester United against your Tottenham now? (laughs)
0: So, Chris, that's funny you bring that up because Chris was the first person that told me there was some major news in the world of soccer this week, John. Uh, What is that? Soccer? Uh, Yeah, it's known as football or the rest of the world. Socialism. Okay, so there's that. I don't know what to do with it. So I'm just going to say Cristiano Ronaldo was traded back or or, I forget how soccer does it. They don't trade, Um, but they kind of did. He went back to Manchester United and Chris was the one who broke that news to me. So yeah. that was that was kind of unexpected and weird because Chris doesn't like soccer. But
1: now I do he knows like ESPN.com.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does like ESPN.com. <laughs> so for the for the fun fact, John, and for mm-hmm. this is a great thing in soccer, he started in Manchester United, and that's kind of where he grew to be a star. And then he went to FC Barcelona no Madrid. Where did he, go? he went to Real Madrid, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say FC Barcelona, and I would have got hammered for that. Um, Messi was there yeah what are you doing ASMR
2: just dusting
0: yeah right now that's when right you said yeah yeah no, right that now that does dust- yeah just be and if time. you wonder why John's known as Head Richard you just got audio proof of that but he came back <laughs> to United after after making himself possibly the greatest footballer in the world and Chris was the one who broke that news to me so I don't think he's played yet right Chris Do you, did you keep up on that Right. <laughs> So he,
3: I have uh, no idea.
1: They play on uh, Saturdays, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm usually watching, you know, I'll be watching college football this Saturday.
0: Uh, John, you did mention socialist sports, so we do have someone in chat to kind of chime in on that. And that's our good friend Jay Dalton. The only non-socialist sport he's saying is baseball because they don't have salary caps.
2: He (laughs) would be correct.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Josh, uh, as far as I know, is a friend of the Atlanta Braves. Mm. oof sorry about that yankee yeah. series <laughs> <laughs> but yeah base. hey john this is a sport you like baseball right the dodgers and stuff they're doing that's good right
2: that's because i love america
0: yeah and apple pie and all that stuff right you don't yeah. like apple pie do you
2: i love apple pie
0: do you so i was in a uh a like a warm okay <laughs> so this reminded me of a question i'm gonna do a quick poll just with you guys that's all that mm-hmm. matters really okay um i was in a team meeting and one of, one of my team members, and this is my quote unquote real job, uh, he, he brings up the fact that he is a transplant from the northeastern part of our great country of the United States. And he's been here going on 12 or 13 years in the south, the southeast region, right? So okay. he says, uh, <laughs> that's right. So he says, I, I think I've, I've made the final commitment to now be considered a true southerner. I made peach cobbler. (laughs) So I happen to love peach cobbler. If you've never had it, if it's a Southern thing, I don't know. I just know it's, it's effing delicious. My question to you though, is what in your eyes, and I think most of the people would say this is more American. Is it something like a peach cobbler or is it a apple pie? Because for me, my whole life, it's apple pie, right? Until I actually had peach cobbler. And I'm like, that
1: is I always contested like I, I think the if you're going with the line, yeah, then apple pie is the most American thing. But to me, the most American like dessert, I guess, is pumpkin pie because it's like literally tied with one of the most American holidays, Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's yeah. always been my contention. But yeah, I,
0: I wasn't that like many years ago. <laughs> this is going to sound very airheadish when it really hit me. No, I shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> i shouldn't put that no when i was all right this is what i'll say john i'll say it for you because you gave me the look like what you gonna be?" it really it was more than a few years ago but i remember it took me a, a few years to realize this that thanksgiving was in fact our holiday like the americans celebrate it like no one else does and i yeah. probably didn't think about that for my first 10 or 12 years of my life like i just didn't think that way
1: yeah, i'm I, way older than
0: 13 now so I, that's why i needed to kind of amend a few years ago I care a want to, lot. Hey, more. we don't want
1: to go into old man chat. We don't need to bring up my age or anything like that. All right. I care. A l- to bring up- I care a lot more about Thanksgiving than I do. Christmas, Halloween, Valentine's Day, all of those, you know, Thanksgiving to me is my favorite holiday, I would say. After Fourth of July, America. <laughs> John, thoughts, prayers? <laughs> Did we
0: break John? Is John broken? <laughs> he's just st- staring into an abyss. Uh, I uh, Chris, I was sidetracked for a minute while John recovers his thoughts. He's getting hammered right now on that that sour right. beer. The farm uh, is taking over. Your football <laughs> team, the Washington football team, is trending. Um, because of trending? the cut, the cuts they made. I don't know what that means. Only I one on I it.
1: saw was Peyton Barber was pretty big. He used to be really big on the Giants and such, but. I haven't seen anything else.
0: Yeah, he's. I think that's why it's trending. So there it is. That's why you guys. But no other football team is trending. Cam Newton's release is trending number one, and you guys are at number six, and in between there, there's other stuff. So,
1: hey. RG3 is So
0: Will
2: somebody pick Cam Newton up? They're Um, thinking,
0: yeah, like an offense, like maybe a Philadelphia who's already set up for Jalen Hurts. No. I'm running. You can't say no. Because I know there's been moves that have happened, but you don't have the the people think in the league the caliber of a backup like a Cam Newton for I think week
1: one through whatever. Someone might pick him up next year, um, but from my understanding, one of the biggest reasons he uh-huh. did he got cut was most likely because he's not vaccinated. And every other there's only two other quarterbacks who are in that situation, and those guys cannot be cut because of their contracts, right? But yeah, from what I've gathered, there's not a head coach that's too thrilled of the idea of his most important player potentially having every single week the option of like come Saturday night, he might be put on the COVID list and you can't play him for two weeks, right? So Right. Well, and-
2: I'd just like to point out the fact that Chris said biggerist. You know, yeah, and, and we just biggerist
1: reason. We did
2: let him just say it. I want him I I, I give him praise and props for that. Biggerist reason. Um, that's my new favorite word is biggerist. Thank you.
1: I work at uh with a little guy named Webster. <laughs> I uh I, I keep
0: seeing the I don't want to say this wrong, Chris, so help me out, please. Uh I keep seeing the hype drumming up for the new Marvel movie. The Ten Rings movie. Yeah. I'm totally pivoting right now until I get Shang. So am I gonna say Shang is it Shang Chi? Shang Chai. Y'all correct me once and for all. This happened already. I'm not you the guy know. to answer that. This is what you did last time.
2: I think so if, I think it, I think the biggest and most important thing, yeah. is, is making sure we get the pronunciation right.
0: Correct, no doubt. So just Unequ- unequivocally, <laughs> yeah. Legend called, of the Ten uh, Rings.
1: He says, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's Chun-Li. laughs>
0: I gotta say, when it comes out this Friday, right? Friday, yeah. So that's in mm-hmm. two days. They're saying it's the Marvel movie you've been waiting on. Are, are we at a point where we feel safe enough to go to the germ box known as the movie theater?
1: I mean, I went to the last Marvel movie in theaters. I don't yeah. know if I will for this one. We'll see. We'll see. Does it have to be, do you think it has to be one of those
0: draws that like you can't not watch? You, you kind of want to, <clears throat> you don't want to wait for it to come to a, a streaming service. And it looks like, am I wrong? this could have been maybe a Disney plus and they t- opted not to, or is just not going to fit in that.
2: I
1: want to say, think Scar- I think Scar Joe kind of messed that up for everybody else. Well, aren't they still releasing it on their Disney plus premiere thing? The $30? I don't know. I, really? I haven't
0: seen that. Normally I do see it. And mm-hmm. if it's out there and I've misspoken, I definitely want to take that yeah
1: Chat's saying no. So, okay. Chat's, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, just in case you're wondering right now, Rotten Tomatoes has it as a 92%. That's pretty good. Pretty good. And we kind of have learned to trust Rotten Tomatoes. They have been around since we were like in our teens, Chris.
1: I I think, I don't know if I'm going to run out for this one. I mean, I I don't know either. I've said it like, I just don't have, and it's really weird. Like John would admit for me to say this, it's really weird. I do not have a desire to go to movie theaters as much as I did prior to COVID. It's not not, weird. Not because of COVID. Right. You know, I get like, yeah, anytime I go to a theater, there's a chance of getting a disease. Right. It's just more of like, I like the convenience of my own home.
0: (laughs) Well, once the streaming service came out and you already were paying for like a Disney plus, maybe even a premiere, whatever it was. And you're like, it's crazy. Like you said, We've all gotten up to a point where most of us who care about movies, I would say, probably have what we call our good TV, or we have a monitor that we can watch the movies on. Heck, sometimes you're watching it on your tablets, yeah. and it—I don't—I—I I do miss. And I, we probably said this before, so my apologies. And I'll say it again: I do miss the the, the popcorn, the smells, sure, you know, the whole adventure of going. I kind of miss, but at the same time, it's like no, I can just hit play. I can search a few screens, hit play, and I'm in my recliner, you know, eating the chips and candy I want to eat that I didn't pay near as much as I did for it in the theater.
2: I mean, Um, next time Scorsese does a movie and he puts it in theaters, but it's available to stream, I, yeah, I can understand why somebody would just stay at home and watch that. Yeah. But if you're talking about the next Star Wars movie, I mean, you honestly say you're not going to go to a movie theater to see that? Right. Uh, That's right. Right.
1: That might be like the one thing, like the ones that are left this year. Eternals maybe. Like Eternals, Spider-Man is probably the strongest and yeah. it probably would have been Matrix 4, but that's coming out on HBO Max day 1, so I'll just watch it there.
0: Yeah. Uh for me, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man is but again, I uh you never know what December of 2021 looks like on you don't know. You don't know if they push the movie back, we don't know what happens. That's down the road. Um I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't wait to see that movie though. From that trailer we talked about last week, it is no longer tr- trending. The new Doctor Strange, for some reason, Doctor Strange is trending as far
1: as Marvel movies. Yeah. So there's speculation of that not really being the real Doctor Strange in the
0: Spider Man movie.
1: Yeah. Some people think it's Mephisto. I don't believe that will ever. Yeah, we happen, had a we, we had seen. a good
0: friend of ours say it's Mephisto, and you mentioned that they they wouldn't do that. No. Wouldn't do that. I there's, think Marvel there's, would there's, like to
1: do that, but Disney yeah. will not do that.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh just to chime in, uh, we got Acid Sugar saying, and, and he's uh, obviously we've said that name before. He's 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 a very important part of the show. Um, that he's getting some new Apple cinemas around where he lives. That is pretty cool. I didn't know those were a thing. And then our good friend Mike says um Y'all are my reason AMC is failing, and that's hilarious because he's referring to stock. Dude, did I tell you guys I saw the most redneckest thing I've ever seen in my life? That's so,
1: saying a lot.
0: So I saw a white, like, old-school van, but it had windows, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, it's written on the windows, buy AMC stock now. It's our turn hashtag I forget the hashtag it probably would have helped to promote that right now for that guy but I thought if you're for the people and you're trying to get it's time for it basically was implying it's our time to get rich and I thought you got to pick a better van (laughs) because this van was bootleg (coughs) I'm like this is
1: gonna be your guy it wasn't like the van that we had in the topic
0: (laughs) right right nacho is saying something about that dr strange reference let's read it let's see if it makes sense he is our head mod uh the only thing that points to it not being dr strange is the fact that he has the eye of agamotto the thing that held the time stone which would be useless post endgame. game Ooh, dropping knowledge up in this bio. oh can't say that word but yeah but other than that boys have you uh Has it been just me or did this week fly by? It did. More more than usual. I I know that that's kind of cliche and, you know, all that stuff. But it really does feel like since the last time we spoke, things were happening. Life was moving fast.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There it is.
0: You got anything else you boys want to add or say to the intro?
1: I think I'm good.
0: I think I'm good, too. For sure. So if you wanna if you wanna go to the topic, I mean, you hold the button. Let's go to a topic. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived safely. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, at the topic time of this episode, episode 323, uh, very shortly, my main, my homie, my main man, Chris is going to introduce the topic for this week, and when he does, you better be ready, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is one of the few times that all three of us have at least dabbled our toes in the topic together, which
1: sounds dirty, but it's not. It's been, I'm trying to think what was the last one we all did together. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Nutsack game? (laughs) (laughs) I miss Nutsack game.
0: Limbo. Wait, no, No. what was it called? Inside. Inside. Limbo Um, was the predecessor.
1: I'm pretty sure we've covered something between uh, then and now together where all three of us played. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I know it exists. It exists. Uh well it would have been Last of Us Part Two, but then unfortunately, you know, reality happened. Yeah. Um, so that delayed us off of that last year. Yeah. What yeah. else has there been? It wasn't I don't 2K That's what I'm 22? saying. This is a rare
0: It is rare. Thing. We should have a sounder, like a special thing for when all three of us, you know, it gets the people going. No one knows what it means. You know? Hmm. <laughs> Donda um (laughs) but yeah but without further ado ladies and gentlemen whether or not you skipped directly to here because you did see the time markers for that or you listened through the entire intro that we talked about things thank you for being here and without further ado chris please let the people know what the topic is
1: the topic is
2: psycho (laughs) nuts Yeah, that's
0: right, ladies and gentlemen. Psychonauts 2. We all played it. Uh, and if you were lucky enough and you followed Chris on his personal Twitch, you saw him go live and play this game a few times. So there was that.
2: and, uh, and I forgot to play this. Son of... John, we've already let up the hype. <laughs> we've already uh, said that we
0: it. played it. Son of a
2: biscuit. I thought it was... I thought Come it was it takes 2 the Jonathan edition. You
0: finally got to Oh, no. Chris, rewind mm. the tape.
2: It's oh, a I'm sorry. But I played by myself.
1: <laughs> Just had two controllers.
2: Yeah, I did co-op, the <laughs> local co-op.
1: Yeah, the uh <laughs>
0: as reminded John, you're still you're still expected to play the DC Marvel Girls game super power girls dc united version what is it called you want to send me 50 bucks is it 50 i don't know probably i think it was 28.99 at walmart okay (laughs) (laughs) but who knows but yeah so uh so chris you were the you were the ringleader of this game you were playing it first and you reminded me that this game was on assets that'll buy you the game there
1: it is boom Uh Aha. i have an answer what what? Because I was curious, I had to know. The last thing that I know for certain, all three of us played. Yeah, Minecraft Dungeons. We all played that.
0: Not, we all did, and I wouldn't have thought about it. No shot on purpose, right now. But I played it with John.
1: I don't remember playing with you. <laughs> I Me and you, we all played one night. It was like the three of us, and then um, that was when Platt hopped yeah, on. Yeah, right? Platt came in. It was the yeah. four of us. I remember that now.
0: Yeah. So that was a that was a long time ago. It doesn't happen a lot, right? It, it was on stream, you dingus. You're right, it was. I don't remember it. I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but they tell, me, they tell me my memory's been horrible since so a certain thing, but it's It's fine. <laughs> I remember my love for John and my love for Chris. There it is. I said it out loud. But Chris, uh, you found this game. Uh, you didn't find it. Everybody, we all knew it was coming, but you saw it was on Games Pass first. Yeah. You downloaded it. And you, after the show last week, you told me, hey, buddy yeah you you might want to play this game <laughs> yeah i think
1: you, you know this guy announced 2015 i think originally and was a uh, kickstarter and all that and i don't think i was like huge i had played the original second i enjoyed it but i wasn't like you know like man this is gonna be everything it was like well at some point i'll catch that on sale but then you know when they got bought out
0: that's when and, my interest for it happened yeah. yeah
1: then i was like okay well it's gonna be on game pass so i'll played at some point and then you just you just knew it was going to be chris n- well i mean i mean they, they were bought for yeah, of course yeah it's <laughs> the way that works right um but then you know then you started hearing oh they're taking longer with the game to really polish it up and i think it was like about june they cut a trailer out for it and i was like god this looks really good from what i'm seeing like compared it's to because right? yeah. i remember seeing psychonauts at like things like playstation events and and all that a couple of years ago. And I was like, eh, we'll see just because as much as I love double fine, double fine has been this place for a while where you don't really know what you're going to get because they, you know, they're an independent studio that just kind of had to get by. Right. So they might have bold ideas, but they don't necessarily always get to see those ideas to completion. Um, because money is money. Right. And, Now they're in this position for the first time ever where they just are like, you know, daddy Phil's like here, here's money, go play kids. And you're like, thanks daddy. And you know, they came back and this is what they gave us, uh, which I think is personally one of the best games I think I've played this year. So,
0: uh, and yeah, if that's a shock for you to hear out of Chris's mouth, I also will uh, say that it quite possibly is in the goatee contention Is that because of a lackluster year? Possibly. Would it hold its weight in a year filled with games? Possibly. This game is really, really good. It's hard for me to think of something negative, and I'm going to do that continuously throughout this review uh, during this topic. It just... So if you're asking yourself right now, and John, I don't know if you asked yourself this, but if you're asking yourself, did I need to play the first one to play this game? No. The answer is unequivocally no. Uh, if you need to be caught up on the events of one, guess what? They thought about you. And within the first, I don't know, two minutes of the game, uh, the loading screen. Sorry. The first time you ever start the game, there's a, a quick kind of like animated version of the events of Psychonauts one.
1: Yeah. And even includes like for me, I never played the VR game that came out a couple of years ago. Um, I think it was a PlayStation. Wait, what? Yeah. It was like a PlayStation (laughs) VR game called. It's got to go. I'll see you guys later. Uh, called the <laughs> Romulus of Rom. I can't remember. They they talk about it in that video, right? Yeah. and like that is closer set up to this game than the first one is. Um, the first yeah. one is just that camp, um, and such. But yeah, you don't like because it's focused on you being a psychonaut and doing those things. You don't need too much, you know, to pass that video to really get into this and understand what it's about. They're going to hold your hand and explain things to you.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you start off. I, I I want to point out, though, if you if you end up purchasing this game after this review, I don't think we have that much weight. I'm just saying. Or if you've played it and you don't you didn't really dabble into it. The way the game starts, Chris and I were talking about this yesterday. It's not really how the game ends up being. In the first little introductory kind of level. You kind of learn a couple of spells, and you you do this thing. Uh, but once you get out of that, and you end up in this kind of like main psychonauts headquarters hub thing, the, for me, not only does it literally open up because you're in a, a world hub now, but the experience opens
1: up too. I don't know if you guys felt that way or not. Yeah, uh, you kind of get the <laughs> sure did. Uh, the intro is pretty much a classic, like first game type level, right? Like here is what it's like. So for, for those who do not know psychonauts, the idea uh, you live in this world where you have this secret spy organization called the psychonauts. These are people that have psychic abilities and have the ability, most importantly, to go into someone's mind, kind of see what's wrong with them uh, and kind of help them to overcome mental issues. Right. Um, so you play as Raz who in the first game was this kid who ran away to camp and went through a mission there. The story and, and by the end of it had gotten such a lot of approval for what he did that he was invited to join the official psychonauts. There's a setup game, the VR game that happens right before then. And then now this is Raz's actual first day as an intern with the psychonauts organization. Yeah. Um, And it goes from there. But, yeah, Sean said, like, you kind of get an introductory level that's leading off from the previous VR game and then rolls you into this open, first open area where it's like, hey, here is the actual organization. What's it like to be here? Um, And it has a lot of charm and personality as you're going around. Like, you know, just seeing people uh, and, like, when you get the clairvoyance ability and you can just see what they see out of their eyes. And like some of them it's bacon floating around, or if they're talking to someone they really love, you just see hearts around that person. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's
0: interaction fun. with the MP, like the NPC. So these are just re- regular characters throughout that main hub. It's really, it's really cool. Sometimes you can hear their thoughts. Like Chris said, you can see things. It makes it feel very alive. It makes it feel to me, almost like a corporate, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to just say a cafeteria, but almost like a corporate hub where you'd have a cafeteria uh, but a cool corporate hub, maybe like a Google that maybe has like a bowling alley mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Office headquarters for the stars of the program, the main characters, if you will. They have their own separate little barracks. Um, and it's cool. Uh, it, it really did, you know, kind of happen. Uh, and they don't they don't shy away from things in this game like at all. Immediately, uh, you, you're you learning about the events of the previous game and the such games. There was a kidnapping and things like that. And you're trying to, you know, trying to see where you fit in and how you, you you, you know, have to figure some stuff out. And you're, you're excited to be this new uh, this intern. It, and it, there's some humor to it All, throughout this whole game. It's laced with various forms of humor. Uh, your intern tag is, is bootleg. It kind of falls off when you're getting introduced. But when I say it, it tackles topics, uh, right off the jump, there's hazing. Mm-hmm. And there's a group of interns that decide to haze you as a main character. Uh, but it's it's it it all kind of works itself out, and I I found that
2: yeah by forcing you to look for your clothes yeah you yeah. have to actually it's a side mission it's, it's like, a side mission from the jump and you gotta like it go embraces the hazing if you ask me it
0: really does <laughs> uh the side mission and that's how they introduce side missions to you so you start the main mission you go in and then boom they remind you oh yeah this game also has side missions and that was when I first realized this game's a little deeper than maybe I thought yeah I I thought it's a classic platformer learn some abilities beat a story okay it's a lot deeper than that and i i wonder if it's because of the acquisition to microsoft i don't know maybe it was able to
1: push the boundaries um i think the story i think the story's always been the same the big thing that survived or really was embellished because of microsoft's acquisition from my understanding is the boss fights the boss fights they were to a point where they're like if we need this game to come out in 2019 then we're gonna have to cut this out and we'll just go through the platforming and we'll make a story you know and that will be it and that was probably a good call to be able to keep those in the game because it's one of the stronger elements but story's always been something even like the first psychonauts game has a great story to it um Tim Schaefer, I think, is the guy who wrote it uh, and has pretty much been the voice of Double Fine since they were invented. Um, He's always been a great writer, and I think he writes with a lot of heart, and he's probably one of the few guys I've seen in video games who consistently nails humor. Like, he understands both physical and verbal humor that will come over well in a video game instead of, like, some of the others where you're like, ugh, at some times. I never, you know... Some of the little jokes that are in here, especially later on, are just classic. Classic.
0: Yeah, they're, they're really, you've heard Chris, literally, you can attest to this. You heard me laugh out loud sometimes. Yeah. Like, I actually, I really did. And I was thinking, I don't know if this is my first Tim Schafer game I've ever played. I don't think in those terms. I don't know what else I would have played. Costume I Quest, known maybe? Was a,
1: what? Costume Quest. Did you ever play that? Nope. Never heard of it my entire life. Secret Monkey Island. Nope. Now, yeah, like <laughs> that's uh, where
2: Tim Schaefer is a nobody.
0: We got, yeah, it. until Psychonauts, apparently. I didn't play Psychonauts one, uh, but but what I've learned is some of the things that make this game the game great, and this is through you know, like Chris just outlined the humor, mm. it's through level design, it's through interactions of your character with other characters via cutscenes or just random NPCs, and also it, it carried over some things that that fans of the original game love, and that's the signature abilities you have as a Cyclonaut. But what I love about this game, that I I would have never known better, but it was cool to see that you can upgrade those abilities, and apparently that's kind of new to the franchise. So what I mean by that is if you have a melee ability, there's a system in place for you to now earn, I guess you want to call them credits or experience, so you can upgrade that melee, so it can do different things. And if you play games that have upgrade systems, this will be very familiar to you. You agree, Chris? Sure. John, John, thoughts? Pre- oh my god, what have I done? I did that no. thing with my mouse, and things are just flying by. What did I do?
2: Well, if I was if I was Tim Schaefer, I would um, I would look into um, suing Star Wars for several million dollars hmm. because if you put Roz next to an image of Miles Kanata, they're the exact freaking same. Design it's like Maz Kanata is Raz's great 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 grandmother. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I I've um, never I never thought
0: of that till right now. There is I mean, is, I mean the wrong. way
2: she just takes her goggles down and all that. I mean you could tell there's there is something there's <laughs> something going on there where somebody just took inspiration.
1: Maybe um, he used to work in the I, I was not
2: I was not you know enthusiastic about this game. I am much more enthusiastic now that I'm that I've played it, and one of the reasons is is, is I've always found the type of art style that that Psychonauts utilizes to be a little bit off putting. Mm-hmm. It's like you can tell they're humanoids, but their bodies are so disproportioned in some way, shape, or form, and nobody's the same way. And it's like it's 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 Tim Burton style. It's like I, I, I've never I've never liked a lot of Tim. Yeah, same. work you know with the exception of right. a few things here and there you know where he kind of reigns in the stuff and he has to he has to rely on source material rather than things he that pop up out of his own head um so i mean there was just a lot of it that just that just sort of turned me off from a visual style and you know all that stuff once i got into it you know it, it, it's easy to kind of get sucked into there's some really cute humor i think chris alluded to it but like in my in my progression through the um, through the hub area, yeah, you go into one oh. guy's brain and you see the bacon swirling around his head, yeah. Then you see him again talking to this girl, and then you what I did first was I went into the girl's head, and there were hearts floating around. Then you went into his head, and the bacon's still there. <laughs> he ain't even he's not even caring about this girl. <laughs> it's like yeah, I still want the bacon. Um, so it's just a little bit, you know, it's it's got some subtle humor. Um, you know, I, I, the platforming is pretty good. Um, I'm not, I'm not really in the game of the year discussion yet, but you guys, I think have played a lot more. So as the game opens up and, you know, more characters are introduced, things like that. Um, I mean, I will say there's a, there's a port, um, when you're looking, when you're looking at your quest menu, uh, sometimes it's hard to really have an understanding of where you're going. It doesn't like it doesn't use any sort of GPS navigation to tell you if you want That's to select true. now now if you look through the description you have to go you have to go in and look at the description go oh, okay so this is where it is but at the same time if you, if you completely forget like there was this one where I completely forgot who a certain character was I'm like I don't remember who that is and all it told me was go see this person it didn't tell me the mailroom it didn't tell me the cafe it didn't tell me anything Nick John Smith
0: pardon me nick john smith the superstar
2: (laughs) like the best name ever yeah hope we can fix him at some point but uh
0: (laughs) yeah so i I thought that was i didn't think he was real i thought i thought i just mentioned the name so this is part of the humor that wasn't humor Mm
3: -hmm. so they
0: tell you to go see nick john smith and i'm like that can't be a real dude it can't be real it was real yeah (laughs) Yeah, but, you're right, but the but game, you're...
2: but the, but the game visually is very striking. Um, it, mm-hmm. it does a lot of really interesting things where it actually deals with, I think, you know, in in its own way, much like Hellblade, it kind of deals with the concept of mental health and what it actually represents, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of the responsibility of, of of diving into someone's head and how that's a you know that's a very that's a very big responsibility. As this mentor figure is smoking in front of this little ten year old boy, but you know that's that's
1: the that's the humor of it, I guess the irony of it I guess but yeah uh, eh, he was smoking back in 2005 sure <laughs> he was <laughs> so that's why uh,
0: and I think we kind of I mean, I mean um, it's out there we kind of confirmed it didn't we Chris at the end of that PTSD
1: yeah, Ron one of the big things I like as John lew um outside of the very what the second one right? Um, Which was a very special case and, and kind of sets up a very important lesson for our main character. Yeah. Every time Raz actually goes into someone's brain, the first thing he does, do you and asks, do you mind if I come in and take a look? Like, you know, he's not just going in as a spy. He consistently is, he like, does. as he's going around, he's like, yeah, hey, do you mind if I take a peek underneath the hood? You have to ask that first. And they'll always say, yes, you know, but like, yeah, I think it was very clear that they when as far as the mental health side, like when you open the game first time, it pops up with an advisory like, Hey, this is dealing with a lot of these things and you should, if you have more questions or you think, you know, someone or yourself might be suffering from these, feel free to reach out. Um, you know, if it's too intense, then please don't, you know, ever think you shouldn't just shut off the game, you know, because there are a lot more important things than just playing a game. Um, and then, Later on, I think, and this was the most important thing to me, is we, as we said, like, it talks about everything from depression, PTSD, anxiety, um, you know, sensory overloads, all, all this kind of stuff. No matter what the issue is that it's talking about in the game, I don't think there's any point where I can say they're punching down for what the condition. I mean, like, even they're talking, they talk about alcoholism in here. And the way they do is very, very clever. It's a good, very good level. But like even something like that, they're not punching down the person. They're more so just exploring like, why would someone result to this? You know, what what was this doing for this person? and, And what do they need help with to maybe get them out of that, you know, situation instead of going like, Hey, you know, you need to quit drinking. You need to quit doing this. Get your stuff together, and I think for a lot of us who you know, I've had a lot of friends personally who have gone through some of these issues, um, you know. And sometimes I I will say, for someone who's sitting on the outside, it is sometimes hard to relate to what they're going through because you just don't understand. But
2: then you go, "I can fix this. I've played Psychonauts too."
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're like you think I could fix someone, and like you don't really think about maybe what they're going through and 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 how to do it, right? And maybe that's why it's something that's always best left to a professional Mm -hmm. than than someone like us, right? When you,
0: yeah, and I think it's interesting that I I, that you you think like even to say that kind of comment, yeah, I've never even thought that. I've just enjoyed the game. I, I think that's what makes it cool is that it is tackling these things, and some of us are looking at it as a platformer. And yeah, I'm running by and I hear a bag crying that says emotional baggage. And for me, it's a game to go find the tag to to make that emotional baggage okay. Or when a thing happens with a character that I've gone inside their mind, they panic. Yeah. Thus a panic attack is now a thing you have to fight, and they are extremely hard to get rid of. And in, in that way, I've always I still I still feel like there is there's something to be said about the way that while tackling these situations, <clears throat> Schaefer and the crew were able to create a world that was visually stunning, it still made it feel like a really good I don't know how to, I don't know how to say this any better. It reminded me of what a good video game feels like.
2: Well, visually the the most the, the most impressive place I've seen so far visually and and, and that's not a down that's not a criticism because it's all been it's it's a very beautiful game. Yeah. Um when you when you go inside some friends head and you're kind of in this campfire area yes as you're walking around it does there's there's some weird illusion that's working with your optical nerves. it's like yeah it it, the (laughs) it's such a yeah it was such a jarring and striking and beautiful scene Mm -hmm. and i I just you know visually i'm just really digging how everything looks i think old big head right you
1: haven't gotten there yet but i think everyone's going to agree the the star of the levels i posted a picture of it is one of the best send-ups to late 60s you know rock and roll and stuff right like where it looks like straight up it looks like yellow submarine has been put in a video game and then you know mixed with like i guess the spatial awareness of um of something like dark side of the moon (laughs) because it gets very very trippy very very quick and I think they've said that he is in the game. I still won't say it. there is a great guest star for that part of the game that makes it even better. It's like the perfect. Why can't we say cat- the guest star? I mean, I don't know. Do we want to say it? You won't know what he is, but what if we could say this person's in the game confirmed? Yeah.
2: Okay. What the actor you mean? You're- yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Jack Black has easily the best role or like probably one of the most memorable yeah. parts in this game. And it's, for sure it's perfectly cast, you know, him and he worked on another Tim Schafer game, a uh, brutal legend way back. Um, And that was when you could ask me if I played, I would have known. And I yeah. would have
0: said no to that one too. Yeah. And you've uh, heard of it.
1: <laughs> I did hear of it. Yes. But, but uh, yeah, stuff. bringing him back like in his whole entire little arc is one of the most interesting things, mm-hmm. the way it starts the visuals that you initially meet him in, you know, Sean, you know, you played this the other night. Um, and then where it actually ends up, it's one of the coolest things, but that's also the cool part of this is that I thought, Oh, they'll never get anywhere near as cool as this again, but every head has an interesting gimmick going on with it. And I never found one that really was like, like even there's one that's like in the library. And I thought maybe this is going to be the one, but then there would be all of a sudden, a pivot where and they do this a couple times in the game like you remember in the hospital uh when you would all of a sudden be in the x-ray yeah they do things like this in this level and the way they do that and you actually see the level detail they took to it it's just so cool i was like okay it's, a, it's amazing <laughs> yes you,
0: uh it what i love and, and that introduced some, a new element right this game has a lot of i don't want to say metroidvania replayability but i don't know how else to say it because there are going to be times yeah like in your main hub you will not be able to go to a thing but you can look at it as a gamer and go i'm gonna be able to get that i gotta go back to get that and 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 in this particular level you're given something late later in the game uh you're given a new like a new thing a new ability and it's the coolest thing ever uh and I couldn't believe that as the game progressed, not only did you keep getting things, but it hasn't felt... I could be wrong, Chris. You know, some games, they wait too long to give you the thing or they give it too early and it doesn't yeah. feel like you constantly use them. They found a way, as they give you an ability, you're going to continue to use and you can use. It's there for the, you to use all the abilities you ever learn to your liking in each level, while it may focus on one new ability... It can, you can still get by using some of your favorite abilities. Yeah. And I, I love that. And that's how they kind of interweave those back into the upgrade system and to the level design itself, which is, it's top notch. I mean, when, when it, when it goes to a true platformer mm-hmm. and you're having, you're figuring out that puzzle and how to, pro- I, I love, 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 love this game when it comes to that. Yeah. It's super good. Um, and then when you have the charm of a, a bed of music that, that is solid throughout. Uh, you had a story that kind of has kept me I don't know very intrigued. I got a big curveball last night. We're talking about I'm sitting on a fastball, John and curveball comes across the plate and I don't even swing the bat. I'm just telling you uh so yeah I, it it's got all the it's got all the ingredients mm-hmm. uh we don't we don't like to tease goaties a lot, but chris Chris even said, you know, we've joked about um it takes two kind of catching us by surprise. This is on that same level for me where it was like, whoa, Mm -hmm. I did not expect this at all. I was expecting a good old
1: story and it would be, I was like, it will probably be very serious and what it's talking about, but do it in a way that makes it lighthearted. That's what I was mostly expecting. I was like, you know, I think I was thinking it's going to be like a time machine. I'm going to feel like I'm back in the days of when 3D platformers were king, right? Um, and then all of a sudden I got into it and I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. This is not just that. This is like Mario level platforming and design and creativity all around. And, you know, it's a, it's a good, like not to knock Ratchet and Clank, but earlier this year when I came to that, I was really hoping for something like that with that game. And to me, that felt more of what I thought this was going to be right. I thought. Ratchet and Clank would be the one that was really doing something new and different, but it actually was the one that more so just reminded me of classic Ratchet and Clank games. And that's fine. You know, that's a great series. Right. But this was the one where I, I was like, Oh, that'll probably just be a throwback and it'll be a nice reminder that Tim Schafer is a good writer. Instead. It's, yeah, was, it's the opposite.
2: Yeah. I was reminded, you know, playing Ratchet and Clank uh, this year on those rails. I was like, man, they ripped that right out of Psychonauts too.
0: <laughs> but that's um funny. that's john being funny and it's funny i gotta be honest but john one thing you will love about it and it, they do a version of this which is very pivotal to your gameplay ever is for the game to have a solid fast travel system and they definitely i think have a pretty good fast travel system
2: yeah i mean they have a fast travel system in a hub world <laughs> Now, no. i well,
0: mean you'll see i guess i mean yeah. it's
2: solid it's fast it's, it's at least they have one yeah they got one and when you yeah, get in it, because it's too much trouble to walk across the atrium. Well,
0: the well, uh, I, I would say yeah, John, hold hold, those ties, hold off on that, <laughs> uh, and you'll see. But yeah, I mean it. It does. I wanted to make sure I brought that up because that's kind of a rolling thing we do. John likes to have mm. a, a a good fast. What? I don't. I think I asked you that already. I was going to say, what's your favorite fast travel system ever? I don't know if you would know. Maybe an Assassin's Creed version of something.
2: Mm. Maybe. I do like the way the the open world Assassin's Creed's do it
0: yeah I know you do I know you do baby (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. the answer is Witcher Um, 3 but uh, (laughs) it's (laughs) there's so much I can't I can't say Chris when you pitched this game to me do you remember what two movies you said had a baby
1: I said uh, Tim Burton and you said Nightmare Before Christmas yeah
0: and I forget the other two I don't mean to put you on the spot but both movies, I went, Oh, Beetlejuice.
1: Yeah. And I, I would amend that now. I'd say it's more of like Nightmare Before Christmas and um Pixar's Inside Had a Baby. I think that's the better
0: That's that's all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and when you first pitched it, you remember I was like, I don't know, man. Because like the game really isn't about Raz. It's about like or even like him being a psychonaut. It's it's more so taking who these people that were original psychonauts, the founding members from all these years ago and seeing what their actions did that broke them down in different ways and him helping them to kind of re identify with themselves again, where they can be more complete, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, and it's just, it's a very powerful statement as you go through these things. And, and I'll say like, even later on when you get into the end game and you're talking about, Villains and stuff like that. I, I mean, like the punching down does not start ever. Like they consistently are looking at everyone's perspective on this and going, like, "Hey, just because someone's done something bad doesn't mean that they're necessarily an absolute true evil, right? There, yeah. there, there are reasons for people's actions, um, and you might not agree with them, right?" but you can look at them and at least understand it. um, And that See is their, a very good yeah, cool. perspective. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's well said. And they, I think they do. They've done that well. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really do. And then some kind of way they figure out how to make it a uh, Price is Right game. Oh, hey, there's that. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That's good, 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 good <laughs> times. Yeah. Reveal the meal. <laughs> That's really funny. We had our head mod chime in and say that Nightmare Before Christmas is getting a sequel from Sally's perspective. That was a squirrel moment and a fun fact all in one. So Good rejoice to the fans of that series. But yeah, Discord. Anything yeah, who else? <laughs> Any anything, anything anything else you boys wanted to add as far as your experience thus far? Or
2: well, I mean, I, I think I'm going to be. A, a little bit more down on it than you guys i i am in no way saying this is a bad game at all and it could very well improve for me um at least in the in the the amount i've played it's very it's very exhaustive with all the collectibles i think they could really scale back with the collectibles that's just it's getting it's it's almost valhalla obnoxious valhalla? The collectibles. and then the cutscenes are so heavy handed i mean there's it almost feels like in this the time I've played, I've I've watched a movie more than I've played a game. Um, you know, it's it, it just it really it almost feels like thirty to forty percent of my gameplay time has been sucked up through cutscenes. um
0: all right, so never play a Final Fantasy game ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it, it. definitely shows John never played a um, Tim Schafer game because that's nothing new. That goes all the way back to the. The Just because
2: game. it's nothing new doesn't mean it can't be criticized. Oh no, no, no. Yeah,
0: from a critical that's a perspective, demo. that's fair. Um, I don't feel that way. Yeah, don't know why. It is not to combat your point of view at all. It's mm-hmm. I, I felt like
1: the cutscenes are exactly when they need to be, and I felt they're pretty tight. It's it's kind of like the one thing I would say that when i when I do think of like comparing this to like say Super Mario Odyssey, which I considered before this the last great platformer, right in my mind at least. Um. That's the difference, right? Mario Odyssey is Bowser kidnapped Peach and is gonna get married, and that's about it. Like and and you get a little bit with Cappy. And you know, I think the most we get after that is like Carmen's part in New Donk City. Um. You get, yeah, you get yeah. the cutscenes in your ship. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, and this is that, the opposite. You know, opposite. <laughs> you
2: know, one, you know it, comparing. I've seen the comparisons between this and Ratchet and Clank. With Ratchet and Clank, obviously, it's got its cutscenes, but a lot of its yeah. exposition is told during your gameplay session. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you're having these conversations and this dialogue as you're on a rail system, or you know, when you're when you're doing this, you know, this when you're doing the gameplay. So a lot of the story is being told during, during major gameplay elements, mm-hmm. um, which is a way was, you if can do it no way around that. And obviously there's no way around that, but yeah. it just, it just felt like I've watched a Pixar movie um, for half I, of my time with it. Now, maybe that just sort of relaxes over time and I'll look forward to that if it does, but I, that's I just know. an observation at the, for the yeah, moment. Yeah.
0: And, and I can respect that. And I do appreciate a game that does have a lot of, story yeah. development and character dialogue as you play the game. There's there's no, I mean, if it's a good game, you appreciate the approach that the developers take on it. I, 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 but I also appreciate a game that they do have some, some dialogue and I'm going through a level and I'm hearing voices of the mind I'm in or whatever. And then a cutscene happens because I, I was able to complete a mission or complete a thing.
3: Mm. I
0: think it works. I don't, I don't think they're heavy at all, uh, but I do, I, I appreciate both. I really do. And that's kind of like a Sean statement and kind of right in the middle. But yeah, I think yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't I, know. I don't know if because my eye is more, they're starting to be like psycho not tinted. They're, they're kind of getting into me. You know, I really, I'm becoming a fan of what this game is. Maybe my lenses are tinted a little more than yours. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. I definitely you know? think it's a lot more story focused Till you get to the second open area, um, then it becomes a little bit more just go around and explore, right? And do things, and you'll have a cutscene to intro something, and then you're going through a level for the most part, and then cutscenes at the end of the level, right? Um, But, you know, yeah, it's definitely, it's not like Kojima. It's not like, okay, well, before we end this game... Let me go ahead and order a pizza because there's about to be a 45 minute cutscene be before right now, <laughs> before we <laughs> before we get to the final boss fight. That will be five minutes, but uh, at the same time, yeah, it's definitely more, you know, I guess you could say cinematic if that's the word, right? Where it's like, yeah, we're we're aiming to tell a story that way for whatever reason. Mm. I guess that's preference. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's giggling at your... Mm but yeah i I, I said I highly suggest if you have purchased this game to explore, 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 talk to other people in the game, there's a lot of stuff you're gonna just find and and yeah, John, it can seem overwhelming. You mentioned that some of the collectibles if you if you have that that trait, mm. there's a vending machine where you can buy pens and stuff that have nothing to do with the game. but if you want to collect them all, they're there. There's stuff in the worlds. Uh, that you can find. and Figments you have put of together. your imagination. Yeah, it's, that's, I like that that's there. I like that there's a platformer. I like that there's a story with cutscenes. I like that there's collectibles. I like that the world is beautiful. I mm-hmm. like that there's a good music thing. Like, I think it's got a, I don't, I don't think it's one of those things where it has a, it knows a lot of stuff, but it's like kind of like a master at none of it. I think everything it has in it, it does really really good like dare i say tap nash
1: yeah i would i would say the only part maybe outside the boss fights i do think combat at times especially later in the game is a little tedious just because Mm -hmm. as you get more varieties of enemies especially um you have to you know as sean said like you're getting these abilities and they give you a great set of them starting out and then they add a few more as you go on through the game. But like you, you quickly start figuring out with these enemies, like different enemies have different weaknesses and you only have four psychic abilities you can have attached at any time. So, you know, depending on what's there, you might have to, you know, bring up the abilities wheel and con- consistently swap out if you want to have the best advantages against these things. Cause like, for instance, like, when the panic attacks show up, you have to slow them down. It's the only thing you can do against them versus like doubts will get destroyed. If you light them on fire, you know, it, it's like things like that. Um, and
0: I love that. The enemies are called those kind of things. Uh, I think it's, my, my, it's my so, I, I like that.
1: My favorite is the regrets mainly because they're holding <laughs> weights that they're dropping you know, on you because regrets weigh you down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. little visual nods like that or doubts. When you go through the doubts, they'll leave goo on the floor because doubt slows you down from making decisions. Slows you, down. you know, Yeah. Little nods like that is where you're like, okay, oh, Tim Schaefer, this is the brilliant Tim Schaefer. At yeah. least
0: that's my perspective. Yeah. Oh. I uh, I liked him. I had never seen him. I'd seen him being in the video game landscape in the world. But the day he came on the stage and he was officially welcomed by Phil and the my, uh,
1: Microsoft team, I was like, I kind of
0: like that quirky dude. I'm He's just, pretty cool.
1: I'm just happy. Like, he was on someone's podcast about a month ago whenever the preview, thanks out not aired. on ours, Chris. Thanks yeah. a lot. Well, you know, I called him and he was like, who? Check the emails. Get that guy that <laughs> but, knows um, Colin to hook that up. You know, he talked about, like, it's really nice to not have to consistently be on a plane every three weeks going somewhere trying to get someone to finance your game you know and I'm it's like I get the majority of this game was made before it came to Xbox but I'm just excited in the future for Double Fine whatever they're going to do next whatever they have planned next I don't know if they're going to do Psychonauts 3 or if they're going to maybe bring back one of their art franchises that they've done or something completely new which would probably be the one thing to bank on with them but it's just cool to think like that studio now has the potential to maybe be the equivalent of like what Insomniac is for Sony if they build <laughs> it up right like it's like hey right. you got a great basis you got a great leader let them do their thing sorry
0: if uh we're laughing we mentioned guests on the show we did have some interaction in in our Twitch community and i of course said maybe because that's me and john emphatically said no which was quite humorous um so that's, that's pretty good. But yeah, uh, Chris, do you, do you think we're ready? Do you think we're at a point in time where there's an empty table and Richard's need to be pulled out? I'm ready. That's what's up. Apparently you've been hubbing per Josh, but it's fine. Um, Whoever wants to go first. I don't mind, you know, following you guys.
1: Well, since I'm the one who's beat it so far, I'll go first. Uh, 10. He had to say that, didn't he, John? He had to
0: say since he's the one that beat it. Yeah. Didn't he? He couldn't go a whole show. I I'm for the record, Chris beat it.
1: I I mean, like I gave we gave it takes two a ten, right? And yeah. I think takes it takes two is a very clever game and a great tribute to all types of video games, right? Yeah. Um yeah. I do think the one lacking part of it is a little bit it's like deal dealing with a very serious thing. And I think that ending is just kind of a little bit too convenient. If we're being honest. Um, It was the one part I didn't love. because oh, uh, you get your heartless but, piece. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no, you're not wrong, Chris. Yeah. So you're yeah. right. Man. Like I was expecting like to be a true enlightenment. And it was just like, Nope. You know? And, and it was like, Oh, okay. Um, But like this from beginning to end, the story is just top notch. The writing is top notch. The, world design is top notch. The music is top notch. And if I'm going to give it takes two, a 10 and say it's in contention of game of the year. Yeah. This is the only art game that's really in contention right now for me. So I have to give it a 10. There's just no way.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead. Cause I'll just say it too. I'm on the same exact, that's exactly almost word for word. What I was going to say, if I gave it takes two, a 10, what made that game special in the way that Chris and I got to play together, uh, this game is able to find some of that specialness, and you're not playing with anybody but yourself.
3: <laughs>
0: and it has to be a working ten for sure. Yeah. It has to be. It's 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 great. I highly highly, especially since this is on Games Pass. If you have a PC or an Xbox, sorry, PlayStation only and Switch only. There's no excuse to not play this game. It is it is ridiculously good. It's such a great John. deal for $1. Yeah, and if you're going <laughs> to sign up, you can just pay a dollar uh, and have it beat within that month. But John, um go ahead and now uh, tell us how it's a 6.5.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why did we lose John's camera? What where's John?
0: Where did he do? <laughs> That's funny.
2: So, uh, I think uh, I got the impression from earlier today that I'm probably the least further in Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Irish joke you can you can talk about why that is genetics who knows but uh, um, right now I just have to be provisional here it's I'm at an eight Uh, I think um, still solid I think I think sometimes there's there can be a lack of focus on you know, and it could and it could have something to do with me being a collectibles person and <laughs> going, I've got to move on. I can't. There's a podcast to do here. i got to move on. Um, but, you know, um, definitely some signs of greatness. Definitely not going to rule it out as something in the conversation for game of the year. But right now, from from where I sit, um, it's an eight.
1: But I'm not enjoying bad.
2: it.
0: Hey, eights are still very memorable. Just saying.
1: I'm just glad you played.
0: I'm glad the magic happened and all three of us have gotten to play it and we all have our perspectives. And it's it's weird. It's weird when Chris and I, did we talk much about it, Chris? I mean, yeah, you watched me play it and we were both hinting that we both loved it, but we never really talked about it.
1: Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure like at first because that opening level, if I'm going to say is like it's very jarring and different from a lot the rest of the game. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like you're, you're going around (laughs) and you're like in this dentist mouth and it's just really weird. And yeah. And then like, but once you get to that hospital, I think, you know, uh, which is it, what'd they call it? It was called our lady of (laughs) restraint, sacred restraint, because she's all about that. Right.
0: Oh, the, 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 the remix, the spin, however you want to word it. that they put on that whole, yeah.
1: And you come back and, it's the casino. I think from there on out, you're there. Like you're like, Oh, there's something here. Especially, um, we, Sean and I, we consistently talked about, there's a a couple that is trying to win a baby from the roulette wheel. And the whole entire time they're there, they're like, we're so rich. You know, we're so rich. We don't need any money. We don't care about that. We just want a baby. And finally Mm -hmm. you get them their baby and they turn around and go, we're rich, but we don't like to talk about it. <laughs> just, just things like that, Chris,
2: guys. I do want to add to Chris's point about the weapons. Um, mm-hmm. You know how they're assigned to certain buttons. How you can assign them to certain buttons. To me, that was a, a strangely bizarre choice. Mm-hmm. To the traditional, lock your weapons to the um, to the pl- uh, what? What do they call the thing?
1: The triggers. No, mm-hmm.
2: n- not the triggers. The square button. The 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 D pad oh yeah you know assign it to up down you know right left when right. you're ready to use a certain weapon and then anything not a anything not equipped to those assigned designations you can just access the weapons will it it just seemed like a really strange choice to do right trigger left trigger you know and, and I want to say button. it seems it felt like home it, to me it, uh, and it really just threw me off as far as you I, know knowing kind of how to assign what was where was yeah. what was going where that kind of thing
1: i want to say that's from the original game but it's been a minute so don't quote me but i'm, I'm pretty sure that's the way the original played on the duke <laughs> yeah oh well, actually i think i played it on ps2 not really I mean, yeah and played on my xbox
0: <clears throat> your xbox was named
1: duke the original controller for the xbox is called the duke so Didn't now that. that
2: this is over, I can just go back to Dishonored. That's really...
1: You're not going to go back to the other game you are playing that I saw popped up on Discord? He's got it updating. He's going back to that game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents... The News. News!
0: News! <laughs> Hey, we made it in news. Congratulations, guys. And we have stuff to talk about, so this would be weird if we didn't. To lead us off, I don't know if you know this. If you listen to this podcast, you should know that GamesCon happened, and Chris is going to tell you about
1: it. Yeah, this is all from uh, good old Opening Night Live, I believe it was called. But yeah, we got a slew of announcements. Uh, First up, a new Saints Row has been revealed, and is coming February 25th. For both PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Windows PC through the Epic Game Store. The game is being developed by uh, Volition. So that's cool. Uh, we got Midnight Suns. This was definitely, the, I think, the biggest out of left field because we knew there were some 2K games coming. They'd said like it there was, looks, right? Looks dope. And it was yeah. like, I don't think anyone was expecting this. So uh, Midnight Suns is the new Marvel game in the vein of XCOM. I believe, I think they have said it's not quite XCOM, but it's a tactical RPG. I know that. It's um, RPG. Yeah. Game f- will feature characters such as Iron Man, Captain America, Captain Marvel, etc. I believe Blade was in there, right? Ghost Rider, um, I saw. Uh, it will be arriving in March of 2022, so next year. The one that we were worried about uh, when we recorded last week because we were like, where the hell is it? Well, here it was. Apparently, Halo Infinite is coming on December 8th. We've got a date, boys. Uh, the, the further uh, also announced that Halo-inspired console and a Halo-inspired Elite Controller Series 2 will be coming out and unless you uh, were that's
2: not what it said
0: yeah you read uh, what the, i was you read i was gang
1: to that it, but you, you read know, it man but anyways uh unless you were there right then there to buy those things when they were announced uh there are some lovely scalpers that will probably sell them to you for thousands of dollars <laughs> so good luck if uh if you did not get one and you want one uh Chris, did you get one i did not i i did look and i was mainly looking cuz i was I was thinking about both of you because I was like, look, if I, I want this, right? You know, I'm a huge Halo fan. And I was like, if I can get this, I would gladly then pivot and sell to one of you two, whoever wanted the four, it mine.
2: The $475. <laughs> for
0: exactly what you paid for it on day one. Yes. Uh, but I love the fact that you just say, you know, because I'm a Halo fan. You know what? Go it yourself. I'm sorry.
1: am uh, um, sorry. Man. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. Officially. Now delayed to 2022 and that date will be February 18th, 2022. So for those keeping track at home in seven days, you'll have a new Saints Row in horizon. You can feel the money leaving our wallets. Um, but there wasn't all bad news for horizon because they've announced that horizon zero dawn has received a patch that will <laughs> now make the game playable at 60 FPS and four K on your p s fives for those John? of you who got it, yeah John I have to do
0: this John, it was a patch.
1: Um, well, we love that
0: <laughs> we we do
1: uh death stranding director's cut <laughs> showed off some quality of life improvements such as a cargo launcher and boots that decrease fall damage. There's also a buddy bot that allows for more hauling. I believe they also showed off a jet pack, which
0: are those are those legit quality of life improvements?
1: yes. Yes, having <laughs> resounding having, yes, yes, having a buddy bot, you know, in the vein of Mel, uh, Mel Gear Solid, is a hey, very nice addition.
0: Fun fact:
1: mm-hmm. at one point,
0: something was named
1: Buddy Bot. <laughs> uh, we also got a look at Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, uh, with a brand new trailer that highlighted many of the key moments of the franchise and announced a release window of spring 2022. There was a bunch of other smaller things and and such yeah. that they showed off. And it. I have to say that Gamescom presentation, the open night live, whatever you want to call it. You're going to say it felt
0: more like E3. Say it.
1: that. That's yeah. That Like outside of Microsoft e 3 event, that's the only R one this year to me that has felt like I was watching yeah. a press conference, you know, at a, a gaming conference and getting a slew of announcements. And I'm guessing it might've just been one Sony, not wanting to be there. um, Kind of wanting to do their own thing at e3 or whatever yeah,
2: what is their own thing
1: yeah i don't know whenever they feel like doing a stay of play apparently right and uh i guess maybe just because of covid possibly a lot of these studios not sure what their release windows would be and now they have a mm-hmm. clearer idea so it, it kind of like anything it was just like champion jeff Keeley, like yeah apparently he knows how to put together a good show um that uh that's debatable know. but
0: yeah, yeah this time jeff he did <laughs> But John, you were you excited? I mean, you obviously, I think you were because you were the first one that reminded me that this was coming out. But for that Star Wars saga trailer, that was tight, right?
2: Yeah, it's coming together very nicely. Yeah, um, I'm excited. People were wondering for the longest time whether it was going to be canceled because we just have We just they kept putting it off, putting it off, and and then completely radio silent. So the fact that we've got a window, not yeah. a date, to the wall exactly. is still something to. <laughs> I, I I get that. Uh, definitely <laughs> something to celebrate. Um, it looks great. And and just it looks like they've done some really fine work there.
1: Uh, one of them, sure, even though it wasn't on here because they didn't really announce anything new. They just showed <laughs> gameplay. Um, the one that really surprised me, surprisingly, Call of Duty Vanguard. Like they did a seven, eight minute demo, right, of the campaign. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I'm not going to buy that game on day one. I think I've already said that. But it's one of those ones now where I'm like, man, is that one that I just want to pick up when it goes on sale? Like, say, you know, April of next year or whatever, just to check that campaign out. Because it, it it's probably the first campaign I've seen from them in a while where I was like, this is just interesting. You know, compared to a lot of the more recent stuff they've had.
0: Yeah, I... <clears throat> Yeah. It was good. It was a good conference. Mm-hmm. It really was. I liked it. I don't have anything else valuable to really add. So, you know, but I, I can't add to this next news piece because it has to do with backlash.
2: I like a good piece.
0: I do too. Break me off a piece. Uh, But the backlash is over a game you mentioned, Chris, and that's Saints Row. Uh, Volatician, the developer behind the new Saints Row. Sorry. Yeah, I said that. Okay, go ahead, correct me because I didn't correct you earlier when you said Raz as Roz, and then you also called mm-hmm. him a girl. Yeah, Come on, didn't. do it. Yes, I didn't you call did. Him a girl, you did. You did call him Roz though. You did call him Roz, which is a no-no. But I need you to correct me right now, please. Volition, <laughs> the developer behind the new Saints Row, is not backing down on the game. Uh, this news comes following backlash from some fans of the series expressing disappointment with the new direction in response to one fan on Twitter claiming the art style looks like Fortnite the developer responded quote we don't think you know what Fortnite looks like <laughs> but you do you <laughs> that is awesome currently the official trailer on YouTube has 22,000 likes and believe it or not 45,000 dislikes and mm. one and one fan's measured response the official Twitter for the game responded Haters gonna hate.
2: Truth. Can I just say, it does look like Fortnite. Can we just stop that nonsense? It looks,
0: it it, like it does. I mean, uh, I, but I love the fact that they 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 just smash people. <laughs> I think because so, if you if you know Saints Row, that's
1: what that is. It's I mean, chaos. It's rude. It's but mm-hmm. we didn't actually see gameplay, right? We only saw a CGI t- trailer for this. People actually did get to go see this, and everyone who came back like that was listening to their recaps on it. They came come back and they're saying like, this thing is aiming to be kind of like fill that gap of, we haven't had a new GTA since 2013. And they're going a lot more to that than either saints row three and especially saints row four, which was way over the top. Right. Um, so until we actually see what the game looks like and yeah. what the world is like, maybe we should all just hold off. But no, I mean, Well, you say
0: that, but you also, you can only react to what they did give you and they didn't show yeah. us anything yeah. up, you know, but Hey, we're going to check it out. I think, I think we're excited about it cause we are hearing good things.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. Know? I mean, like it's been forever. We didn't have a new Saints Row last generation like that, which is really <laughs> weird to think about. Right. The only thing we got was the remaster of three. Um, so I, I'm definitely interested. I always like the series.
2: I just think that, uh, yeah, I think you're, you're asking for trouble if you deliberately as a video game developer, just start going to war with your fan base. It's just not, that's not a good idea. Hire, hire a professional to do that. The right approach would have been, we appreciate the feedback. We're excited to hopefully show you more and change your minds but they have been just deliberately antagonistic. I mean, imagine, imagine a company that you and I would work for doing that to people. You, you don't do that to people. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's when not it, good. When it,
0: when it fits <clears> with the product though. Yeah. Cause this does I, fit. I, I gotta say it, it, it fits. There's a, there's a okay. restaurant.
2: Okay. But it does look like Fortnite.
0: <laughs> it does. That's fine. But you're never going to admit it.
1: Yeah. There's like, a restaurant I mean, in Panama like-
0: City down at Pier Park. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if I could, can I say the name of the restaurant? It's got, it's got, I mean, no, no, it's, it's. Oh, it's d- a bad word. Dirty, Dirty D's Grab House.
3: <laughs>
0: and when you go into that restaurant, you know, they're fixing to smash you, treat you rude. Mm-hmm. It's part of the, the going experience. there though. That's part of the thing. So, and I'm, I'm saying that because there's a correlation. Like if the product, if it, if it has a certain kind of player who plays it and expects a certain thing from it.
2: Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. I think the main complaint, and it's merely an observation with no substance behind it, is you look at the cast of characters, and I understand the characters are customizable, but you look at the cast of characters and they can't they can't imagine that this is a group of people that would beat you upside the head with a dildo. <laughs> I mean, that that's really, there's just seem that, you know, coming from someone who has never played a Saints Row game, I don't want to make that very clear. It just seems like the what I do know about the game is is irreverence, mm. and when you've got this group of people that look like hipsters, you don't see that they're going to show that type of irreverence that is like that is like not specifically PC, right? Um, they're gonna just rein that in, and, and I, I think you're getting a lot of pushback based on that. And look, you know, this is the first time I've seen a dislike ratio on YouTube be defended and and sort of Mm. you know not attacked per (laughs) se but sort of you know the the wagons have been circling around with the games media kind of protecting this thing because of what because of the direction they think they think they don't know they think it's going in but you know you got metal gear survive got the dislike ratio you've got a a call of duty game way back in the day got a dislike ratio everybody everybody defended those but the dislike ratio here you're you're getting backlash with you got you're getting backlash towards the fans and i just think it's an interesting dichotomy it- if you will about you know what is what is checking the boxes
3: mm.
2: um, from a sociological perspective as to why the media the games media will defend this but then allow Chris. this to be attacked it's just an know. interesting He's interesting, interesting Chris. thing yeah
0: He's he's been playing psychonauts. I don't know. Is he playing it's, it's well, uh, me the way you're thinking about the psychosis
1: of people and the social, whatever you just said. <laughs> you're making mental connections, John. Yeah, yeah, you are, John. <laughs> but I don't know. Game of I the year I
2: heard the term uh, dichotomy it's like, so many times in that game.
1: I'm sure like if I go and I look at the forty five K and as far as like the people that do it, you're gonna have some people that are doing it because they're like, Why'd you take Johnny out? Because right? they're saying they're banning Johnny, who's been every other Saints Row game, always been the main character. This is a you know, a completely new relaunch of the series, and therefore that's why they're doing it. So there's some people pissed off about that. I would not be surprised that, as you said, there are people pissed off because they're perceiving this is what this is going to be. Like they're just already presuming it's going to be something, and they've already put it there. And of course, whenever you go into those kinds of topics of conversation around PC and all that, I think you're just going to have a group that exists online that will go and be negative towards that no matter what it is. But I don't know. I'm like, this is, regardless, between the positives and negatives, it's like 66,000 people. This game is going to sell easily over a million copies its first day. I don't have really a doubt of that, right? Given it, it as long as it's received well. Um, so, you know, maybe we should all just sit back, wait. Temper our expectations and see what's there. Cause like to me there's when
0: no I fun Chris
1: when I when I saw Mel Gear Survive I didn't wasn't upset necessarily when dude
0: we that, bashed that game yeah
1: when I saw the gameplay for Mel Gear Survive that was when I was like this does not look like Mel Gear you know
0: <laughs> Chris we bashed that game yeah, on our podcast we
1: did but there's no proof because I think
0: it's in one of the
1: uh
0: one of the vaults that got deleted I, I snapped know. it. yeah we thanos that one uh but john what's what's really in a name
2: well let me tell you blizzard and the overwatch devs (laughs) have announced that they will be changing the name of a popular overwatch character mccree is a hero that was named after blizzard employee jesse mccree a former lead designer of diablo 4 that is no longer with the company due to a california lawsuit alleging widespread uh, gender discrimination. <clears throat> Excuse me. Blizzard never clarified whether McCree left the company or was fired. Allegations indicated that he was part of the Cosby crew. And if uh, just, you know, in case people would forget, this was the Cosby suite as it was called, um, where they would have wild parties. According to the company, the decision to no longer name characters after a real life developer will quote, help reinforce that we're building a fictional universe that is unmistakably different from the real world and better illustrates that the creation of overwatch is truly a team effort "End quote. I think in general, the policy of never naming a character after a real war character, unless this person is in the priesthood is generally a good policy.
1: Yeah. Cause you just never know.
2: Maybe I shouldn't have said priesthood. Maybe I should have said something else.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, they yeah. need to Someone be a good person. Who, Someone
2: who, whose moral character you will never question, like Clinton. And then you know, just I was
0: gonna say
1: Mother Teresa. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's, it's
2: like keep like it to
1: um, right. Keep it to like how Wow does it, like you know, where <laughs> they have a professor Henry Jones in the game for indie, you yeah. know, something like that, because indie is indie. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd call. I, I've seen the character. I don't play Overwatch, but I've seen the character. I'd call him Eastwood or something like that.
1: Right. You know, well, they probably just, get sued, you know, sued by Clint. But he he definitely call is. Josie.
2: Just call him Josie. There you go. <laughs> you know, that's fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know how can you be? You know how can you criticize that decision? Okay. Mm-hmm. it's completely understandable. Yeah. Uh, so tri- I tried. I I thought about it. I tried to come up with a reason why come on quit being so woke but i couldn't
0: right that's fair good yeah (laughs) speaking of shredders what no that doesn't go at all uh but yeah the california department of fair employment and housing has updated its lawsuit against activision blizzard alleging the publisher held back key documents alleging misconduct One of the phrases stated that, quote, the documents and records have not been maintained as required by law and that documents related to investigations and complaints were shredded by human resources personnel and emails are deleted 30 days after an employee's separation, end quote. This adds further scrutiny to the company's HR department as it has been accused of doing very little to address accusations of abuse at the company. A spokesperson Activision Blizzard has responded to the accusation. Throughout our engagement with the DFEH, we have come, compli- uh, sorry, compli- complied with every proper request in support of its review, even as we had been, implementing reforms to ensure our workplaces are welcoming and safe for every employee. Those changes continue today and include, but are not limited to, several high level personnel changes, revamped hiring and recruiting practices requiring diverse interview panels greater transparency on pay equity, expanded and improved training and investigative capabilities for human resources and compliance staff, created investigation teams outside of business units to support greater independence, restructured divisions to support greater accountability, enhanced review process to include, i sorry, processes to include evaluation of managers by employees, and finally, clear boundaries on workplace behavior with a zero-tolerance approach to how har- I was going to say harassment, but harassment and other actions that diminish or marginalize. That sounds like they're becoming a proper like uh, company.
2: One That's- thing I did forget <laughs> to put here, I just I just realized I, I should specify that they did they did deny allegations of destroying records. They said they've been compliant and yeah. turned mm-hmm. over everything. Um, so just wanted to make sure that they I put on the record that they have denied that allegation.
1: That's definitely a response that I can tell was written by both a lawyer and someone in compliance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and their <laughs> new, newly formed compliance department, yeah, right? Had a day one job, <laughs> and that was to get this letter ready.
0: But it, I mean, if these didn't exist, it's kind of like, huh? But again, it's not like a company that we work for or that other folks work for in a corporate world, if you will. Mm-hmm. This was founded on on the love of video games and making them, and it was a frat environment. There was a lot of young kids. With excitement, then it turns into something that it shouldn't have potentially, allegedly, and that's still ongoing. And and, But the fact that they are trying to clean up,
1: these are good steps. Are they PR steps? Yeah, Is it real? Who knows? I think, like, if you're doing this in response to the investigation, that's a good thing. But it also kind of still shows, like, well, if you had to make all these changes because of that, right, that adds validity to the D uh, was it D F H is, you know, lawsuit <laughs> like saying like this right. went on for a while, long time. You are going to be owed <laughs> some fines for not being compliant because that's the way this works. <laughs> you know, you weren't complying with the law. We're calling you out on it. That's great that you're working. And usually, you know, a lot of times if you with companies, if you show this kind of good faith and exercise and they believe you're acting in good faith, they will then work with you. But I guess it appears that, California does not believe in that and that's probably why they're saying hey they're shredding things you know that well not- I
2: mean I, and I would say just as a caveat mm-hmm. as a asterisk if you will let's not pretend that California's government is not bankrupt and corrupt let's just let's just let's just put that oh. in there as an addendum but they're as not a little asterisk <laughs> not to suggest that the allegations aren't true but let's just say let's not pretend like a, bureau, a bureaucracy in the California state government is not unreasonable and not difficult to deal with it's coming right. from a, coming from a family whose, whose relatives live out there. Go I can right. tell you that they are very difficult to comply
1: with. They are hard. I, I've worked with entities of California. Um, and you know, they, they are definitely ones who kind of set the standards that, a lot of other states than adapt, uh, you know, right? Like they put complaints. And I, I, I want to make clear that I make that.
2: that statement separate from what's yeah. going on at Activism Blizzard. I don't yeah. want that to be confused. Help me make Someone sense. will. <laughs> someone will confuse it. I Googled but- the term or the question, is the
0: California government bankrupt? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Politico is saying that California has a staggering surplus. billion dollar budget surplus so i have questions
2: So how are we going to get this money well (laughs) activision blizzard's here
1: (laughs) because uh, john
2: company who hasn't left the state yet
1: (laughs) john is not wrong in the sense of like i have i guess full discretion at times i've worked in things that have involved investigations and, and all that and i've dealt with states where they are they will nickel and dime. They will put every charge out there and say, yeah. you better you have, have a good to. reason. Yeah. And like we come mm-hmm. back and, and to be fair to those guys, if they make a kind of outlandish claim and we go by mm-hmm. like, no, here, this, and they know it's not going to win, they drop it because, you know, they, sure. they're not going to waste the time on it. But on the other hand, yeah, it's their job. You know, like right now their job is to put every single charge possible out there because, if you're Activision, it gets you closer to doing what they want, which is they want you to settle and accept the fine and move on, right? And then they can mm-hmm. do whatever they need to from there. And, and, you know, when they probably accept that fine, if we're going to be honest, it, it doesn't end that day, you know, that's the start of it because I guarantee you, California is probably going to come back and audit them and make sure they're being compliant. They're doing these things and if they well, find they're not fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a whole world of it, buddy. Compliance audits. Fun. So, you know, best of luck to everyone involved. Hope the lawyers are going to have fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Chris, you know, California has a bunch of things going on, but there is no one solution to those current problems for uh, Blizzard Activision, huh?
1: Sure. Uh, There's also no one solution to Crunch. What is that? Captain Crunch? Yeah, because you can get the one that's just berries, right? Oops! All berries. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty dog co-presidents Evan Wells and Neil Druckmann recently spoke to a Game Informer about the issues of crunch and how the company is addressing it going forward. Druckmann indicates that they are assessing ways the studio can improve, but situations could be different for every studio. "Quote: Everybody has a different definition of what crunch means. We find that there, uh, we find that there is no one solution that fits everybody." <coughs> Everybody has a unique situation we might need to address. We've said, okay, no working past this hour, or it's mandatory that no one can work on Sunday. And there are always a lot of corner cases of someone saying, well, I couldn't work on Friday because I had to be with my kids. It's actually more convenient for me to come in on Sunday. When you try to have a silver bullet, like one solution, you're always leaving someone behind. That's why we feel we need to, uh, we need multiple solutions. We have to approach this from multiple angles. Well, <clears throat> Wells went on to say, uh, quote, if we had some sort of a restriction where when the clock strikes 40 hours, the server shut down and you can't work anymore, that would frustrate people to no end. There are people who really want to put in the extra polish on their own volition and they would feel, or they would feel, yeah, feel handcuffs. I think there was... Volatition! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to do something with that.
1: Yeah, I think... Yeah. I, I will say, it's funny that this is coming up, because the topic this week, made with no crunch per Tim he was He was adamant on this, because he said when he made the first Psychonauts, they did have to crunch like hell, and he said it nearly broke him and his team to get that game out when they needed to be out. And he's been a big proponent of it. I don't know though. Like to me, what he's talking about is just additional hours. I don't call that crunch crunch to me is like if, if the studio comes around and goes, okay, we're, we're coming up near, you know, the final leg, whatever it may be, you know, for, for instance, like for cyberpunk, it was a whole year versus, you know, maybe for the next naughty dog game, it's the final three months of development crunch to me is then saying, you have to work at least six days for 10 hours a day, right? That's crunch to me saying that like, Hey, I'm working on this one thing in the game right now and I'm very close, but I want to come in and put some extra time in on this Saturday because I know it's holding other people up to me. That's overtime. I don't know. It's like, it's a very different thing, right? You know,
2: Congratulations, you've just found the difference between you and Jason Schreier. (laughs) I think now you finally get it. He doesn't distinguish between the two. Yeah, He thinks it's all crunch. And what I want to say is, and I I have to give Neil Druckmann some credit. Mm -hmm. He and his co-president, Wells, are actually, and they're getting ripped for this, by the way, but Mm -hmm. they're actually having an adult conversation about this issue something that so many people don't want to have, they don't want to budge, they don't want to talk about the nuance of it, that everybody in their life, at some point, regardless of what the job is that they do, has experienced crunch. It is just what it is. And the higher you go, the more money you make, the more expectation is. Is that the world we want to live in? No, I guess maybe a lot of people don't. But, you know, Tim Schafer, you know, he can say that he didn't crunch. Mm-hmm. But when you're working at Microsoft, I mean, and you've got all the resources in the world, what are they going to do?
1: Yeah, but in that, that true for NiDog? Pardon? In that true for NiDog? Because you're working for PlayStation. It's not like they're anywhere, you know an issue like you know they've had other studios come in to help support 500 billion dollars to 30 billion dollars i mean but i know know it's all billions but still but i I think again like getting back to my point like he sounds like he's talking about someone doing overtime to me versus crunch when when i what
2: what well i'm just i just told you yeah
1: crunch to me you don't have
2: to believe me the games media thinks that what you described is crunch
1: Maybe. I mean, reading Schreier from when I read it, the big thing I got was him looking and saying, what is what's the cost and effect of taking thousands of employees and saying for six months, you must work 60 hours, regardless of the fact that you just had a kid or, you know, that you're you're someone in your family is sick or or just that the mental strain of consistently not having free time to like take a week off right and go relax and you know unwind and get mentally fit like that that's a different discussion to me and, yeah but but know.
2: chris what i don't understand about that is i have i have a hard time believing that um that the uh what's the, what's the developer for red dead i forget Oh, Rockstar! I, I doubt Rockstar is going to say, sorry, we're in crunch. Mm. You're going to have to have your wife take care of the baby mm. or your husband take care of the baby. Oh, you're sick. Suck so it well, up and do it anyway. I really don't see that as a culture of crunch. If you're sick, mm. they have to abide by HR guidelines. Mm-hmm. If you're on maternity leave, you have to abide by HR guidelines, much less state law. Yeah. So those examples... I mean, go against the law.
1: Yeah, but see, it's not that they don't give you the time in those things, right? It's more of the way it's perceived with the company. And the problem is, it's not so much then, right? The mental side is the problem then, for sure, for anyone who has gone through that. But then the flip side of it is when you go, okay, the game shipped, and we made X right. millions of dollars off of it, even billions sure, sometimes. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden yeah. you go, well, now we don't need 200 of these people because they're just we're not ready to do the next game. And we go, who are we going to get rid of? And the first person they're going to look at is the person who, again, because of the fact that they were home every night to be with the wife, you know, because they had a newborn baby or whatever. They go, well, we rather not keep that person versus 23 year old who has no commitments and, you know, can work 60 hours. No problem at this point because they're not broken. And like that's that's the strain because then it puts another strain on them because once they get Mm -hmm. let go for these things, it's like, okay, you and your spouse live in Washington. That's where the studio was that you were working at. Now, all of a sudden. The only place you can get a job is in Tampa Bay, Florida a studio there. it like EA. So now you got to have your wife and yourself pick up and transplant all the way across the United States, sell your house as best as you can, you know, and hope that your spouse can find something local unless they're just lucky and they work online. Right. And that's yeah, the thing, that's the thing the you have to remember, though, when,
2: when, when leadership looks at a spreadsheet like that, it's not telling them who had a baby and who didn't. It's telling them who worked 50 hours versus who worked 35. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just the reality. It's not, it's not, no one's firing anybody or dismissing anybody because, oh, well, you had a baby. No, they're getting fired. As you said, like,
1: you're getting fired because you didn't put in X amount. Well, not fired, but laid off because, you know, you're not putting as much time as our people. And, you know, I I think that's why you find a number of people, they do this and they, they have an idea of this industry of what it is. Right, and some way, some of them get lucky and it works out very well. Others, it's more of you get strung along, and then what you find is a lot of people just get to a point where they say, "Hey, I can go into a different part of tech and have a much more s- stable life and grow." And I think that's a it's a concern for gaming because you're like you're losing talent, okay. right?
2: Let me let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If I'm let, let's say I'm working at a video game company.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And my coworker, who's a, the same position, equal pay, we have the same job, goes out on maternity leave for nine to twelve weeks, depending on what state you're in. Sure. Let's say during that time, I do the best work of my life mm-hmm. i'm i'm just I'm just creating solutions to problems that just that just fire on all cylinders. I'm saving the company several hundred thousand dollars because i've I've streamlined a bunch of processes. Mm -hmm. that person who was there, my coworker who went out on maternity leave, let's say they'd been there, they would have reaped that reward. It's not a matter. If you look at it from the perspective of punishment, you're Mm -hmm. never going to, you're never going to meet in the middle on this issue. It's about choices. Yes. I think choices that have costs. I think the choices that have costs and also benefits you have the you have the cost of not succeeding necessarily as much as you would if you were at work. Um, but so when she come when, when he or she comes back, should she, should he or she and I mm-hmm. be propelled at the same rate when she took advantage of, he or she took advantage of, um, of, of, of a maternity leave while I was here killing it. I mean, let's look, I mean, if you're an analyst, look at it on a data sheet. I mean, should 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 this person who went off on maternity leave and me doing all these things killing it in the workplace, Mm. should we be propelled
1: at the same rate? I'm not so much talking about. I'm more so talking about. I would rather they have a system where they're not over hiring to get the game out the door, basically, and then have to.
2: That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. They have to turn out.
1: I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want you to hire 300 extra people so that this game will get out in November when you could have just kept the level of staff you were at already and the game would have shipped next April instead. And then Mm -hmm. you don't, after it ships, have to lay off 250 to 300 people and you start going down the line of who is, you know, very capitalistic, right? Who's the best bang for my company's buck, right? Who is serving my company's interest? I would rather it more so be, Hey, let's build something so that people here have careers. And the only reason they're going to leave is because, you know, they're either wanting to do something themselves or, you know, there's just a, uh, a better option of, of, of an opportunity, right? If I'm working at Ubisoft and I've got a great guy, I want to see, what I can do to keep him, But, if all of a sudden Rockstar calls and says, We'd like to let you direct a video game for us, then you know I'm happy for him. He's moving up in the world, right? He's he's making good career choices versus this where it's like, come in and crunch, get it out, and hope that you are on the right side of you know the axe, basically. I don't think that's a healthy culture.
2: Well, people use staffing firms all the time. True. And a lot of these people that get removed from projects once they're done they're from staffing firms i mean they are they're not employees of rockstar they're employees of name your staffing company yeah so i mean that's how a lot of this works so they're not losing their job they're losing their contract
1: yeah but i mean and you're under
2: you're under con i mean a lot of these people get hired as contractors they don't get hired as full-time employees
1: yeah i think that's one of the problems out there like this is why i would say they need to figure out I know, something i, I know people who are
2: contractors who just who would never, who mm-hmm. would never work for a, you know, for a, for a company because the money is too good to be a contractor. Yeah. So, but I think we're killing Sean. So I think <laughs> we need to move on. Can't hear you at all. You're muted. Yay! <laughs>
0: I don't know how that happened. Um, yeah. So uh, listeners, definitely not about cereal at all. The crunch, okay? (laughs) Not at all, but something um,
1: serious. That boo. This will probably have some crunch.
0: It might have, well, I don't know. Speaking of crunch, I don't know, I just don't have a good ring to it after that conversation, but John, will you tell us about Windows 11, please?
2: Windows 11 is coming October 5th. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, there's more. (laughs) The new OS will be available as a free upgrade for eligible Windows 10 PCs. See, John, an OS is? Operating system. And new Windows-powered devices will ship with the latest OS preloaded, and we love a good preload.
0: We love nothing pre, John.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If your device is eligible for a Windows 11 upgrade, upgrade, the update tool will notify you when it's available. Microsoft has stated that the company will continue to support Windows 10 until October 14th of 2025 for those not able to upgrade at this time. Microsoft is still stating that Windows 11 will be the, the best operating system ever for gaming. And this is the cool part. will include features such as Auto HDR and mm. the Xbox Game Pass app built directly into the system. Yeah, um, kind of like Cortana.
0: Awesome. Yeah, we're going to think it's cool till it's like yeah. Cortana. Sorry for anybody out there who loves
2: Cortana. Well, I like the old Cortana. Never mind. Just. (laughs) (laughs) po show.
0: Chris, you were on the, uh, I don't know, like the alpha team for this or something? Didn't you have Windows 11 access? No, I had the option, but I haven't done it. Oh, you told me you did. You lied. Chris, are
2: you drinking? In my face. Darn
0: you drinking about Pepsi his, zero max his eyes.
2: His eyes blinked like this. <laughs> so I thought maybe. He had a beer. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Chris, will you remind people what my previous Richard's name was when you tell them about games with gold this month?
1: <laughs> Sean used to go by chaos Bane, but he's given it to Warhammer <laughs> for which you can play with games of gold Warhammer chaos Bane on September 1st. Uh, mulaka comes i guess that's how you say that on september 16th zone of the enders hd collection is also available on the first and the other game available on the 16th will be samurai showdown two not to be confused with Samurai samurai showdown one yeah yeah
0: it's a good point chris
1: <laughs> that's right is this where, hey. I, is where
0: i is this where i say the thing is it let's let's clear the air. Let's make sure we have arrived because if so, it is time. Are you good? Is your voice good and lubed? With a subpar drink that's not better than Coke Zero, the new taste in a really red is. can.
1: I'm really disappointed the gas station by my house is yeah. now a Pepsi place instead of a Coke place.
0: Yes, insanity.
2: How does that happen? Contracts
3: Finally. and negotiations this week
0: john i'm excited for you i don't know why because it means nothing to you (laughs) i've got it on
2: two different systems already yeah dying light is coming to switch ladies and gentlemen the og dying light six years after its initial release dying light is coming to the nintendo switch the game is coming to the platform in its most complete form packaged and we love a good package as Dying Light Platinum Edition. The game will contain over 100 hours of gameplay for a single playthrough. The Platinum Edition also comes with a survival guide booklet. I've always loved booklet. Maps, stickers, and collector's box. Leaks indicate that the game will cover all DLC expansions and include new features such as gyro aiming, motion controls, touchscreen support, and local co-op. Watch this watch the reviews come out and go i never knew i needed dying like to do all of these things
0: gyro aiming is not cool oh gyro I hate any- gyro, gyro however you want to say it doing Giro. the controller <laughs> to aim gyro it's terrible i hate that <laughs> depends that's on not- the game hey that's hard no, I, no, yeah i don't think that's doesn't. something
1: i'm like really looking forward to if i was going to play a game that was 100 hours maybe a game that was like three or four hours but you know
2: yeah that's because you ain't getting the OLED. You don't know. OLED edition. You don't Isn't know done what
0: done? I'm doing? DJ Money. Sean's my,
2: getting the OLED. My, my <laughs> Switch already plays is, on OLED. Do you want to put money on whether Sean gets an OLED?
1: Is this happening right Ooh. now? I'll give you two to one odds. <laughs> two to one? <laughs> how, how, wait, okay. How soon from its release does he have to get it? Good point.
2: I forgot what, I forgot when,
1: it, is it October? I think it comes out in October. Yeah, that's a good. That's Those he are a, he We give them a month. I'll so give by
0: month. November 1st, November 15th, November uh, 30th. Depending
2: on the date, I don't know the date, but I think it's like, um, I feel like it's late October. You but know, we do we have, we have this. To, oh, we have what's this power the release of the internet. date? Let's, we've, let's, we've let's Google it.
0: Let's Google it. Nintendo time. Switch OLED. Release date October
2: 8th. Oh. So November eighth, he has a switch OLED
0: two to one odds. Who's
1: going or who?
2: OLED as they call it. They I am gonna go. Right?
1: I'm gonna go no, and not because he won't eventually get one availability. More. Yeah, you can't find if, one? if I believe the day that Sean. Unless unless we will win. Unless I- there have been like strong indications that like Super Switch is right around the corner or something like that, right? Like, you know, we get some leak in January or February, like, hey, they're playing announce this in May. Unless he has that knowledge. I think that if Sean walks into a target or whatever one day and there is no OLED switch sitting there, and he's going
2: to buy it. Yeah. If it's you know, going it's to it's fall into his shopping cart. Like Man, by we're going
1: to
0: take a bat to my old switch to see what it looks like when it's busted up.
1: But Who's yeah, I don't expect like Sean to have <laughs> Wario 64 tweets coming to him, telling him whenever there's a restock or to be checking the shuffle every day for an OLED switch. Kind of like I'm Bobby doing. Joe, I don't know
2: what happened. I was at Walmart and just fell into my basket. And yeah. Bobby Joe. Kind of like you have the to mini. Open those, you have to, have to open those cases with a key.
0: <laughs> do you remember? Right. Do you remember the the mini uh, Super Nintendo bundles they were coming out with? The tiny ones? Mm-hmm. They were very hard to find. Yeah. I literally walked into a Toys R Us. Like, hey, kids, Toys R Us was a toy
2: store. That yeah, I remember the story. I hated um, you for a day.
0: And And the guy goes, he's like, hey, do you want one of these? <laughs> he literally says, do you want one? And I was like, "Buy
2: a sundial." Yes, he
0: had a box full of them. But I was like, "Yeah."
2: No, he had no. He had he had Nendo. He had NES minis. Nendo. Old inside his jacket. He went like this.
0: (laughs) You want to buy a watch, kid? And I couldn't believe my luck. And I bought it. But yeah, of course I did, right? Hmm. Those little systems. I don't know that I would have bought them if I'd have known. I don't know (laughs) things like how the Switch was going to have nintendo online and stuff like that so you know True. they get you but yeah that that's about it for the news we buttoned that right on up boys
3: mm-hmm. we're
0: ready to go into uh, our user part of the show where we get emails and things like that
3: mm-hmm. i'm
0: ready because i'm ready to yeah. wrap this up i'm ready to rock this uh ooh, double uh, chili dog with tater
1: tots what's up uh just to be safe never
2: electronic mail got, the future. I got tickled by Chris uh, biting his bottom lip like <laughs> come
1: on boy <laughs> all the way from the year 3000 I,
0: think I was going to need another tater top but I can't.
1: I can read I sh- the, I
0: need- No, I got it buddy. I'm not going to read the email but I got to say the stick. Gotcha. You, you got to be ready to read the email. Uh, if you want to be cool and write us emails you can do that like um Like our friend Panda's going to do here in a minute. And send that email to weekly... Panda. Panda. (laughs) Weekly
1: Games Chat at gmail.com. And Chris, if you're ready to read it, go ahead and read, buddy. Hi, John, Sean, and Chris. Props to Panda for spelling our names right. Hey, what up? Hey, how's it going? I think they actually say yo, yo, yo first. Well, that's the name of the uh, email. But they say, uh, how's it going? Correct me again in front of my friends, Chris. I mean, I'm still... (laughs) I've, I've asked you, he asked us, how's it going? John, how's it going? Oh, it's
0: Pretty going good. good right
1: now. I'm currently enjoying a Pretty dinner. I'm, I'm double pouring Coke. <gasps> well, continuing, Hyper Panda you says. You didn't see
2: it, but you know what happened.
1: <laughs> it was a little bit off
2: camera, but you understood. <laughs> Whoa, when, shouldn't have done that. that. Because Sean doesn't put his mouth anywhere that quickly. <laughs> 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 it takes Should some coercion. Just what? Yeah, well, uh, here we go. Uh, Panda.
1: I've been playing Astro's Playroom on the PS5 and platinumed it. It was really nice. fun. And I, w- I would recommend it to anyone who has a PS5. I think that I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, what do you guys sure. think of Astro's Playroom? Uh, that's yeah. all. Yet again, the best podcast. Hey, we appreciate saying that. Frish, frish, from frish.
2: Hyper Panda. Nobody wants uh, to play that baby game. T-
1: that That game is legit.
0: Uh, <laughs> it was the first game I played on my PS5 and it's a must play if you own your
1: PlayStation. I liked my I'm, time with it. Huh? Is it still I very free? much liked it. Yeah, it comes installed, pre-installed. I don't see it anywhere. You it's there. It. Yeah. Turn your station
0: on and find it. It's there.
1: You haven't turned it on in probably like, you know, I don't know how long. If it's, uh, if it's <laughs> been a while, you might want to turn it on. Probably since Returnal. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. i playing Dishonored all week. Uh, I figured you're doing that on Xbox, you know, where you can get Uh, auto HDR. Got to
2: get the Platinum.
0: Uh, Uh, Speaking of, uh, I don't know. Hey, we have a Discord, and we have emails that come from Discord, just like a couple that we've got this week. Um, Our head mods already put a picture in in the email section of John and compare him to John Cena, which is hilarious. Uh, But. I'll tell you what I'll do, Chris. I'll read the one from Cosmic. If you've got it pulled up, you or John can read the one from Overblown Truth. John Any? can read it because I can't. Okay. Uh, Cosmic 112 or one twelve says, just finished Catherine Full Body last weekend, and I was wondering oh, wow. if one of you have played it before. It's such an amazing game, one of my favorite games of all time.
1: I did not beat, but I have played a little bit of Catherine. Very fun. Atlas game. Never heard of it uh he, he finishes and says have a good day richard you have a good day cosmic thanks for that email over on discord it's one of them uh japan games ah japan atlas i shouldn't
0: have put this in my mouth john read the one from overblown truth i
2: can't
1: truth. my phone is across the room but you you have discord
0: here we go overblown truth says loving psychonauts too. Mm. I wish the changing of the powers would be more easy and convenient Mm -hmm. if it was a quick switching like Ratchet and Clank. I didn't play that, but I have no problems with the controls. Uh, I don't like having to choose what buttons my powers go on because there'll be times I like to have different powers on the same button. Yeah, I do too. Uh, But Overblown does say nine out of 10 on the donk scale. (laughs) Too many games and so little time. Love you guys. Heart. Hey, we love you too. Overblown. Appreciate it. Yeah, Um, and apparently at one point, John was giving a death stare that reminded him of John Cena in the wrestling ring. So there is that. <laughs> but you can't see him. I don't. Yeah, you, you can't. And it's funny because that's what Overblown said. I can't see anything. It was a reference to the the moniker that is John Cena when he's a wrestler.
1: Whenever I By watched the, way- uh, the Suicide Squad, I just saw a helmet walking around.
0: <laughs> so... Uh, This is where I remind you guys every week that if you want to have an invite to that weekly games chat discord, uh, we've got one posted right here on our Twitter, twitter.com backslash weekly games chat. I do want to point out that about an hour ago at the time of this recording, uh, I want to highlight a tweet from GameSpot that says a number of uh, Twitch channels will go dark on September 1st. That would be the day of the release of this podcast. As a form to protest against the platform's hate raids, I'm not sure what those are, but I saw that and it caught my eye because Twitch was uh, it was behind a, a a black screen versus the normal like brightness that you see when you see the Twitch logo. I'm gonna look more into that, and if uh, you decide to do that as well, and you notice some of your uh, top channels aren't on, maybe they're a part of that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. How would they know? I don't know. <laughs>
1: They're going to point
0: out. Uh, we have a new follower this week. I get very excited, and this this particular person is a former Navy air crewman, hey, um, an S three B Viking of twelve years, a former flight simulator instructor, a pharmacist, um, and also with all that, still a loving husband uh, to a beautiful wife. So I'd like to welcome at Warren three and Q War. I'm sorry at War three and Q, which actually spells, I think, a name Warren Q. Thank you so much for the follow. Hope you enjoy following you back. Good, sir. Thank you for everything.
1: Yeah. Thank Chris. you for the
0: service. Chris. Yeah. Uh, you might want to start it. If, if you think it's a good idea for production, values and stuff. Uh, but as a reminder, if you want to send an email, you can do that to weekly chat at gmail.com. We have a discord community. We'd love for you to be a part of, uh, and there's a Twitter account that we have, twitter.com weekly game chat. There you go. Uh, Wherever you find your uh, podcast weekly, make sure you leave us a review that helps your friends and other people just like yourself find us uh, and helps promote the growth of the show, which we all want and love. Uh, but yeah, if, if, unless you guys have anything else to add, I think we're at a good spot. No, I will just say uh, roll tie, buddy. Right, roll tie, that's coming up for sure. John's not going to say that back to us. He's, he's not okay. Uh, yeah, I'll simply uh, tell my two friends game on game on chris game on john hey
1: game on sean
0: and game on john
2: no 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 no, no, no. you game on and you game on
0: and now i'll say my tagline which is peace out everybody your mom's box